Hello and uh, welcome to Enterprise Tech India Unplugged. And uh, I hope all of you are doing well. After the second wave is ebbing, people are feeling more relaxed and uh, things are returning back to normal. Although lockdowns are still continuing in multiple, all these places. Uh, so today uh, we have a very interesting discussion and an interesting panel. Of course, we have Kumaran, who is our chief mentor and uh, CTO for Tiny Magic. And uh, we have Sudar, who is also the head of technology at uh, Tiny Magic. And uh, he's a brilliant engineer. Uh, Nishant, who works with IBS Software and is an architect. Uh, and he leads a team of engineers who develop exciting software for airlines industry, I believe. And uh, Kumaran does a very interesting show called uh, Saturday Architecture. And uh, I participate on it regularly and I encourage, encourage you all to listen to those interesting conversations. If you're interested in technology and implementation and architecture and all the issues around that, I highly recommend subscribing to that show, including this one, as we are available on YouTube and, and uh, Apple Podcast and Google Podcasts. So we have a very informal way of having our conversation and uh, please contribute to the conversation on YouTube or LinkedIn, even Facebook sometimes, although not many <laughs> followers on Facebook. Uh, so Kumaran, so the topic uh, we are talking about is how does citizen developer uh, initiatives impact the governance of IT, right? How, how does it really change the uh, scenario with, with so many people developing their own applications. How is this application sprawl going to impact the governance? I, it's actually, see, that's a tough problem with this, right? Like, so previously, if you look at it, like, let's say I had a ERP solution. All the data, right? Let's say I have a, uh, let's take, for example, something like I need a price list, right, to make a quotation. Now, in let's say I'm in a price sensitive industry, how I price my raw material makes all the difference from my customer or my competitor. So now because I have, let's say this low code kind of a thing, let's say that pricing is just exposed as a API, which means like somebody can get it into an Excel, somebody can get it into a power app, Somebody possibly might use Power Automate. Okay. Somebody might their own write their own uh, lightweight Angular JS or some other low code platform, okay. and use this API to get the price. Okay. Now the challenge, as let's say the uh, organization owner, my key thing is how I am able to negotiate a good price from my vendor. If this price gets into my competitor's hand, I have lost my advantage because the rest in my industry is assumed that it's a commodity. So till today, because it was an ERP, nobody could have access to that. Click, see when they click a button, like click quotation, that would come up. So I'm giving a very practical case of a data, which is key to my organization. Now that data, is now available with lot more people in the company and I don't know how to control that. Okay, it can go out anywhere. 
that's one kind of thing the other thing that happens is uh, let's say i write simple solutions and i hand it over to my teammate he does some changes and hands it over to his teammate okay and it keeps going now over a period of time a, a group has started using the solution for a long time okay they've got used to it they've got done that now they are like one month into that and the developer who started that who did that initial modification right he is actually a business user so let's assume he is a hr executive mm-hmm. okay and in recruitment they were using to manage so he had done that small changes and they are all using it now that person leaves and goes okay there is no knowledge transfer there is nothing that has happened now that team that application crashes for some reason it doesn't work okay that that small solution point solution stopped working they are stuck that group cannot function they become dysfunctional and it's like one attack that happens okay so that is a kind of worrying thing now what i'm telling is not happening yet right probably you go down this citizenship development 2 3 years later this will start happening and then there is uh, then of course it becomes little more easier if for mal intention people right like somebody could just do a small tweak and kind of get out data that is being entered into an application and things like so so how do you so these things right like so i have one small app now there are 10 different departments each of them tweak it right now i have 10 variants of this application okay and each one mutates each variant mutates itself okay now in a classical world i would have had one application so it was easier to deal with i knew what it did as an it guy right ultimately it will be a technology's responsibility now this becomes a problem on controlling okay so sudar you have any experience on uh, and finally what will happen is the business will come and say oh this is a it solution it solve it for us it is but i never touched this i don't know even this animal existed here okay so the covixin vaccine was found was done for version b now somebody is telling version 1.2.6 it is not against hmm. how can a covaxin or a covishield be held responsible that it's not working against <laughs> the variant <laughs> b126 yes yes so sir uh, what is what is your opinion on this control problem so i think uh, you know there is there is always this uh, uh, working relationship that happens between the business and the it team right uh, so uh, it's it's mostly about like whether the it team should facilitate the business team contacting the business or it should be uh, the it team protect the business from uh, like you know, shooting its food or it should uh, like you know kind of basically uh, provide enough functionality for the business so that they can do it on their own uh, i think it's 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 a it's a it's something which uh, it, that the the way that relationship works i think it differs from companies to companies and and i think the perfect uh, would be where both go hand in hand it's not like uh, the it team tries to control 
the infrastructure aspect, which has been used by the business. Um, because at the end of the day, the business team is going to be knowing about the business more than what the IT team can predict. Uh, could be the future use case, right? So I feel it's it's a it's an interesting thing. It's something which would evolve uh, over a period of time in any companies and. And for it to work perfectly, I feel like it has to go and and rather than uh, one team saying like I'm more important for the long term survival of the company. Uh, Nishant, what is your experience on 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 this aspect of uh, controlling uh, data, controlling access, all kinds of uh, governance issues uh, related to citizen developers? Yeah, in my view, uh, when we have to get into this world, like, uh, because now I, I can strongly say, like, we haven't fully reached into this stage, like, the business users can do all the changes they want, or minor, minor changes, they can do it by themselves. Still, this IT, they are depending on IT. So, if, if we have to make a major shift on that, the product or the application that IT team building is, the governance should be an integral part of that product itself. Because yeah. auto governance kind of thing, like a, a simple example is audit, auditing things. Like if okay. somebody has made some changes, uh, this software itself should uh, uh, trace that things and audit it somewhere, and so that uh, at any point of time we can uh, simply track what change has actually, as Kumaran said, uh, if some if a number of people is making changes or tweaking the product for their own need, and finally. A small change might impact the whole ecosystem. So to track that change, we should have a mechanism, inbuilt mechanism within that product, which demands a scenario like when we build a product, a business application, this governance should be a key factor. The governance should be the, an integral part of that product itself. That is one thing. Or another aspect would be like uh, the governance or the uh, control should give to the business users in, in a way like we may have a central application and the users can have a customer's version locally running in their machine. I, uh, you may have to think how feasible. Uh, I think to an extent is feasible because even this, uh, we have a classic examples. When we initially had the central source control management like ClearCase and all, later now this uh, Bitbucket or Git is a classic example, right? We have yeah. our, our own uh, the distributed kind of thing like our own uh, in, uh, versions or our own. So if we could adopt the same principle here also, like uh, a very simple example, uh, if, I, uh, uh, if I am using, if I am a business user and in my machine, I might run with a different team or a different, that is, that is purely a local thing, right? That is only visible in my machine or in my, similarly, uh, if we could uh, have a tweaking uh, kind of things in that way that, you know, we can have some kind of control on the oral things. The end object is like a small, even if we give this control to the business users to do it by themselves, it should not affect the business. It should not affect the uh, ender uh, or it should not affect others. That's the key thing. We can give the control whatever the things, but uh, we I should have the proper... Like a, that analogy that you got with GitHub, right? I think um, that is a very good Point. So probably it's something like any solution that comes up, right? It's not like, you know, I gave it to you and you can do whatever you want. Okay. Yeah. Have, it's like uh, uh, you give the kids 
phone but you say you know between 9 to 5 only you will use it or you say you know you can go wherever you want but every 2 hours you are supposed to tell me where you are i'm giving you a phone you don't have to ask my permission but every 2 hours you tell me where you are yes. um so the analogy is something like if somebody is doing a solution the central it will know something like this a mini app or a low code app is existing here and the yeah. second thing i think nishan taking from what you said is something like let's say something is getting very popular in the local thing that means it's like then you merge it with the main thread which means you kind of either you give that low code back to the central it and the central it will now distribute it to the next department it comes through them and not from department to yeah. department but it comes back to the center and goes when it comes to the center the it will do one audit of that whatever is there and then say okay somebody else can use it or yeah i think hmm. or just that one thing i will finish and then you can add or the other thing is because it's becoming more popular now this functionality i will hand over to the center because now more than 60% of the employees are using it now the local guys won't touch it anymore it will become center's responsibility take care of them yeah yeah kumar that's i think that is an interesting thing like i in a way actually we are giving that freedom or the innovation kind of things to business users also and they can uh, uh, create a, their own i mean customized application locally and if the final centrally if we see I mean, it's a central team or a central things can see like this is a uh, local version running in one of the business users and that would add value to the definitely add if we see like that would add value to the entire business users as you said we can merge that to the central things and we can publish that as a new version correct so so let me let me sort of break this problem into small parts and let's see if we have different views on that so the one of the most popular ways of putting these controls in place is first of all you don't change your access modes right for for example who has access to data is anyway a higher level decision like if we are talking about uh, let's say raw material pricing right raw material pricing is a sensitive information for specific industries and we want we know who are the people who are allowed to have access right this is like uh who are the people who are interested in this data and who are sort of uh, uh critical to have this information right so you that is a decision you can make at a higher level this is who has access to what data is a conceptually uh allocated solution in the sense that these are the roles which need access to this information so you provide a role based framework to how the data is organized right and who has access to what data says so of course this is this is the purchase department this is the purchase department has need needs to have access to this kind of data so all these databases where purchase related information raw material related information is there they this department has access in this department these are the roles who should have access right so now so you have put this framework in place and you put these controls in place at that level so you don't place control over applications you place control over data instead of restricting people from what applications you have access to you say we restrict on what data you have access to depending mm. on the role which you play 
right? And and you keep the door open. It says if for some reason, business justifiable reason, somebody else needs this data, there should be a simple process to request for it, right? So that way it covers both control and freedom. It says okay, I need this data. I just there's an automated process. If I can justify to my manager or whoever who is authorized to allow me to access to this data, I will get access to this data, right? And this, of course, because this is on a database, role-based access, all auditing is at the database level, not at the application layer, right? So application layer, people build anything, everything. You, you if you have access to my application, but you don't have access to that application, doesn't work for you. Right, so in that way, you break the connection between who is building the application. As long as they have access to data and they are authorized for that role to have access to the data, they they can build n number of applications on top of it. Right, I'll give you an example of uh, leave management system. Right, a leave management system is already built on a database. It has its own old IE Explorer kind of uh, interface which they have sort of it's a kludge basically right and a lot of organizations those are very old systems leave management right now all employees need to have access to their own data right they already have it right that is built into the uh, structure of that whole application right now if on top of it somebody builds an application which allows you to apply for leave and see your balance leave and things like that right it's a citizen developer thing where as long as you have access to your own data, this app will work for you. This is not going to give you access to anybody else's data, but because you already have access to your own data, this is a new interface, which we have just built using the Power Apps feature or whatever other uh, platforms you might be using, right? And so there is no control breaking there, right? Because you are only the application, the citizen developer is, not interfering with the 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 structure the framework of the access control mechanisms right so this is one perspective of looking at it that there is no re no real change in terms of access controls because you already have access to the data you are just changing the interface so the application is other example is you already have access to data all you need is to be able to generate reports out of it, right? Why do you need uh, an application to give you reports only? You use Power BI or whatever other uh, BI tools you have, right? And it's all, as long as I have authorized access to the data, I should be able to generate that report, right? So this is not fundamentally changing any uh, controls as such. So if I hear you right, what you're kind of trying is, as IT, we start looking at things in a more mature manner, rather than playing all or nothing. You have access to the application or get flushed. Exactly. Instead of that, I'm saying, okay, what is the data that you're going to look at? It's like you enter into the office or you can't enter into the office. Instead of that telling you can come into the office, you can go into this room. This shelf is locked, this shelf is open. This room is allowed, this room is not allowed. So that kind of a granularity level check done on the data. Now that could be implemented either at the DB level or API level or whatever, right? Yes. Probably the IT needs to focus on that is what you're telling for a data secure or 
privacy and that kind of a perspective right right it's like you give a phone but it has a kids mode it's mode that, right? <laughs> the kids mode yes so i i think that that is the uh, that is a most likely acceptable governance scenario right because otherwise you put anything else in place uh, you restrict the freedom uh, which you are trying to give to people right so i think that what you just said right it's kind of interesting it is just that it's just because people do this this gives to that point that it has still a significant amount of work to do exactly right thinking through the data uh, doing a better information architecture better data architecture beta better compliance i think they would be spending more time on that on how to provision that and doing this rather than uh, spending time on comparatively frivolous activities like how do i read a create update crud screen basically yes yes not only that they they also need to stop thinking about uh, solving all business problems and solving all business scenarios it cannot figure those things out cannot figure it out right. yeah. so so they have to leave it at a place where people can treat it as a tool and sort of solve their own problems right mm. at the same time those tools don't hurt the organization the tools don't don't hurt the people right so they just need to put the framework in place so that people are not able to abuse the tools got it yeah so sudar so uh, you have any comments around uh, how that is possible to be achieved i think like i don't know like leaving from a technical perspective right so there should be i feel like there should be a good trust uh, that should happen between the between the different teams and uh, as you said like you know trying to uh, basically uh, do it at the data layer instead of the application layer i think makes more sense because uh, at the end of the day like whatever is the application right um, the underlying thing that that should not be exposed is the data it's not like whether somebody has access to the application it's uh, it's more towards like whether somebody has actually have access to the data so uh, putting the checks in the data layer and preventing uh, and then also like you know uh, providing or or opening up the application and then putting layer, putting the restriction at the data layer i think would make it more open for uh, For, for the business team or the other people who are not part of the IT team to make use of the data much more rather than like you know trying to restrict everything at the application. Nishant, yeah, any I mean, any 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 architecture advice you want to give on how to achieve this? Yeah, uh, uh, here also my doubt is like uh, we talk about this uh, restriction from a data point of view. Like the point is when we say. when we have an application we have this application interface as well as and i mean the user interface layer as well as the data is the key thing that from a business user point of view they are enter- i mean they are dealing with they are entering some data and they are entering some th- that data into a business i mean user interface so uh, are we thinking in a uh, or, or from an it or business uh, people point of view or are we thinking in a point like um, whether we should give control to business user to enhance that user interface 
screen perspective as well like they they have to add a custom uh, field there to keep some value or to uh, send some additional information to the backend layer right because now we are running the no sql kind of thing and the document db kind of thing so that may not be a uh, big deal so uh, are we because just now we discussed about data i am thinking like whether we should Uh, give such kind of control also to business users, or only we should uh, uh, control everything with this data restriction or data kind of thing. Right. So, so I'm, so this, I'm just. Of course, we cannot solve the problem on on this in this session. But there are obviously uh, different ways of uh, looking at the problem. One is these the examples so far, which I've, I've, I have seen for all these applications, citizen developer applications. They actually don't. uh create new kinds of data right they are manipulating existing data in existing systems so in that sense they are not creating much new data they are just simplifying for themselves uh what was already existing the example which i gave was for leave management right so your leave management system already lets you add a leave delete a leave check uh, all those things right so so that those those functions already exist right so in most cases the the easiest to control is where all the other controls already exist they just use a different interface and make it specific to uh, that scenario which they want to use uh, in, the, in terms of reporting obviously uh, if if i'm you are send you make a power bi report and you send me the link to the dashboard and say have a look at it but that link has no meaning to me if i don't have access to the data so you may create the dashboard but the control of whether i see the data inside the dashboard is depending on my role because my role says i am not supposed to see this data so i will not get access to the data so the control is moved back to the database rather than to the to the application itself so uh, the dashboard is the dashboard i created dashboard it is used anybody who gets the link if he has access to the data they see it if they don't have access to the data they can request for it i i can talk about it because i just faced the same thing somebody sent me a link he says here this is the dashboard you can use this and they in fact in the dashboard they combined data from multiple sources and showed it to me so part of it i have access to part of it i don't have access to so i see only half the dashboard so those those are the ways the controls are experienced by a user like me i think one other place where we could tap information from i don't know i'm not an expert in that is people who have worked in solving mdm problem master data management we i think we have a decade of experience around that i think that will give us some insights into how to do that part right talk to uh, folks who are who have done mdm implementations or dealt with it right and how did they go about tackling that problem So I think I information that, architecture becomes really important for enabling. Uh, yeah, 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 correct. Enabling uh, yeah. the citizen developer governance, right? So if that yeah. if you have good data, so I I think this may be a good uh, check for uh, for people to see whether they are able to adopt to this. If you are if you are if you are advising any of your customers on. and how how ready they are right so how how can you check if the organization is ready for citizen developers or not you have to see how well their information architecture is right uh, can they right. can they sustain it right if if it is so uh, rigid 
that it is tied to an application and there is no way you can access it from anywhere else and because a lot of uh, controls are implemented uh, at the application layer sometimes right so the access is managed through the application layer and and it is not done at the database layer so so th those things will i think give you information on whether that the the organization is ready for doing something like this or not. because we keep repeating all these things is citizen developer is here citizen developer is how do you check whether this organization can really do it or not mm. right so they have to go back and see whether do they have these can this app this can can they can you really expose the data do you have the controls in place because suppose i say okay tomorrow we'll expose the data to everybody so that they can make their own applications right but is your database implementation the schema and all those controls are they going to enable such a change or not i think that that is what they should uh, uh, be a important check for people what do you think do you think people are ready for it or they are even thinking about it i think it's uh, hard to say it's so so, so the the automation um, uh, example which you have you which you have seen right what is your experience on that are the organization ready for a change like where you bring in these automation tools and things like that how easy it is to manipulate the data or the i think just people have started talking it mm. seems interesting i think the interest is there okay okay and uh, so and the providers are starting to generate that interest i think so sudar what is your experience do you think I, I, most databases or information being stored in enterprises today are they ready for doing this kind of uh, control okay so i don't have much of enterprise enterprise experience but uh, from the usually like the mid to small uh, companies right i think one challenge that might happen here is uh, most of this data is actually uh, behind some type of framework uh, like laravel or something like that right i'm again i'm not talking about enterprise enterprise mm -hmm. really any 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 application yeah, yeah. so the problem there is like as you mentioned like lot of these uh, business checks right especially about the authorization part is actually very closely bundled as part of the uh, application logic itself uh, if you just purely look at the db there's going to be very limited uh, information about like who has access to what and stuff like that the most of this is actually now going to be controlled at the application layer because uh again small to mid uh, size companies are actually not going to be coming up with a home grown solution but most probably be using a framework and whatever framework that they picked up would dictate dictate its own way of managing the underlying data so that could be a challenge um but uh, again uh, something that it could be good to good to explore more but i think that The, the first thought that comes to my mind is that that could be a challenge. I would at least recognize if I if I can think of the applications that I've worked on or currently working. That's the first thing that uh, comes to my mind. Like if if I have to leave out the application part and then provide uh, 
data restrictions or access restrictions at the data layer, how do I implement it? So, because most of my authorization logic is already now in the uh, application code or the application layer, right? So how do I, without going through the application, if somebody is going to directly access my DB, like how do I prevent that? Right. That, I think maybe we don't need to think about it. People access, directly accessing the DB. We need to mm-hmm. think about people talking to the data access layer, maybe, right? Yeah, I mean, and 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 look, people thinking about building that whole uh, authorization logic into the API, which which will enable access to the database, right? So instead of people talking directly to the database. Uh, so this probably goes back to how how the what is the architecture of your application, whether you did you really build a data access layer, right? Uh, because that depends completely on the architects, software architects, how they design the application. So uh, applications which have that access layer and they can build an API which will sort of pseudo do what the application was doing uh, on on access control. Those are the things which might might uh, it, it leads us to the place where compute specialists have to really do some compute work. Yes, they cannot do this makeup lipstick work and get away. You really have to think hard, and they really have to say, "Okay, this is the data. How do I get it out?" For example, it could be I will like in the example that I was talking. To generate a quote, I need not know the price, but I need the list of items. So previously I made it easy, right? I just said product item price done. Okay. Now I have to say, okay, if you want product, I will give you a list of products, but I won't give you the price of them. There is a separate API for that, a separate control for that. Do you want how many quantity is left in stock? There is a separate API for it. Who needs to know that? So I think that level of specialization is where the IT team should be spending their energy on. Right, right. So I think that's a good point to conclude on. I think uh, um, there is there is a lot of uh, effort that needs to go into enabling citizen developer uh, applications, uh, the whole framework. I think the 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 feeling which i get is a lot of organizations have not thought through that yet and this is a time where they should think about how their information architecture is built how their data is stored how access management is done whether all applications have those layers which will enable those apis or do they need to start building those apis right so those are the things which it should start thinking about if they have to really latch on to this bandwagon of citizen developers because otherwise it will just remain leave applications only right so they, they will not go <laughs> go beyond that uh, so i i think uh, that's a that's a good conclusion that there is still a lot of work that it needs to do to enable this governance to put those controls in place and there are a lot of challenges and uh, sudar has mentioned nishant has mentioned and of course this and and we'll see we'll keep track keep tracking this progress of how uh, people are adopting and adapting to these changes so i hope you have found this conversation as interesting as we did when we did it uh, so please give your feedback and uh, see you next time